Hey there, dear readers. This is Editor Hess coming at you to tell you that this week we're taking the week off in order to get some additional research done for my upcoming topic. So I'm dropping in the conclusion, part two, of me, Hess, on Pixel Lit with Phil and Kevin, friends of the pod, reading the conclusion to Ninja Gaiden, the scholastic book from the uh, early 90s. So check it out. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, I might not be funny, but they are at least, so it's easy for me to be lazy and sit back and have a fun conversation with them. So tune in next week for a regular standard monstery episode of Oops All Monsters. Oh, God. So, yeah, he gets dropped off and he, he, he we get our we got our uh, a lovely cutoff point at the end of the chapter where he's he's being threatened by a big cat uh, and he starts using his focusing his chi power in order to defeat or somehow circumnavigate the cat. Uh, I love the 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 line here. Some laughed at the idea of chi. It was all Back. psychological. They said that smacks very hard of like some laugh at the anti-vax movement. They don't understand <laughs> the truth. Mm. Yeah, it just reminded me that like if chi energy can make you invisible and spoiler alert, shoot fire, then I gotta finish that. I gotta finish that Marie Kondo series because I dropped off a few episodes in. Right. It, I I want to be able to shoot fire. I like you know Dalsim. It would be really great for my vines. Is this how yoga, acupuncture works? Is that what it is? Or mm, yeah. both yoga and chi mm, are known mm. for their fire throwing abilities. abilities. I'm surprised. That's yep. the thing. You know, if I could just drop 50 pounds, I could totally throw a few fireballs. Like, I just... <laughs> yep. Every January, I say the same thing. Yeah, this year. This year's the year. This is... You're getting married this year, Phil, so... Yeah, this is... I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm, nice. getting, I'm getting married and learning how to throw fireballs before I turn 40. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you try to guess what order that comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Because I recommend one of those coming first. It's going to be a mess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a Stephen King novel. Right there. Go to I'm ready for it. That's how it happens. I'm so excited. And the whole So he turns invisible out. and he, uh, <laughs> he, he goes uh, basically through the forest and into a, a fucking cave. And there's... Uh, <laughs> He, he just yeah, fucking came. I just love the tone, you know, <laughs> the respect no, we afford this series. No, 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 no. And no, Kevin said exa- said it exactly the right way because because <laughs> this this book really yada yadas yadas you through it's like true. all of the major transitions is like he was in fucking Tokyo, he goes to fucking L.A. and he's in fucking Galesburg. They put him in a goddamn plane and they drop him into the fucking forest. Don't worry about it. He gets there. He gets right? there. Don't worry about it. He's just shut up. Stop questioning me. It. He gets he there. Jumped, he decides <laughs> yeah. to get into a mine cart for some reason. Yeah. There's no oh, real a coal cart. Yeah, he gets a coal cart yeah. ride. Why not? Right. <laughs> Why not a cool cart ride? Whee! 
I'm a ninja. You know, I have learned from video games, if you find a coal cart, you get in it and you nail that crank. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, and then whatever happens, well, you hit that lever and then whatever happens is whatever happens. Let's Just be ready to shoot or punch yeah. things coming at you from the horizon. Whatever, you're fine. Whatever you're happens is the correct thing it's all as, <laughs> yes as long yeah. as you're moving left to right on the screen you're golden baby yeah yeah <laughs> i got i got my plunger gun i'm not wearing pants i'm here to rock and roll <laughs> that was a quack shot reference that's <laughs> what disney sega genesis enthusiasts we're here right to there. educate the kids they need to know yeah. about quack shot the they really need to Donald know about duck yeah quack shot they need <laughs> to know um <laughs> So then there's like a grotto and there's like um it I I don't understand. There's like it's like black liquid with fins and teeth. Yeah, they, they mm. hint at like a monster, some sort of tentacly abomination. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I couldn't get a read on that and it pissed me off because I was like, this should be a thing. And it kind of wasn't like is it yeah. nothing burger. Is it the thing from I was waiting for it to come back? Uh is it the thing from the uh that episode of Star Trek. Yeah, is the Armus? Yeah. <laughs> no, in our, um, yeah, and uh, you know, it, the Armus does not have tentacles, it, but it has something much, wor- something much, much worse, which is uh, kind of a, a shitty self-interested attitude. <laughs> and for, and from, from, any, from anybody that's not familiar, the Armus is an, an extremely famous Star Trek The Next Generation monster. It is particularly famous, one, because it's a total blowhole of a character, and two, <laughs> because it killed, it killed a main cast character because they, they needed to be written off the show. And so it's, it's um, one of the only like out of left field plays that Star Trek ever gets to do is like, oh shit, they killed her. She did. <laughs> like, and and they're not fucking around. They don't balonium around it in the next half an hour and bring her back with like, you know, science juju. Right. They're like, holy shit. But in reality, it's just a puddle of printer ink and metamucil. <laughs> so um, like literally, that's not one of my hilarious like uh, you know, it comparisons. Made. It was literally black ink, printer ink and metamucil <laughs> that they had to dip Jonathan Frakes in. And I can I can only imagine the the um, top shelf uh, gin that he had to force himself through that following week to get to get to get through that experience. It, it sounds very harrowing. Is this our oops all monsters? I feel like we're getting into it real good. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe you're doing some if, research. If you if you just like making ridiculous comparisons of what monsters look like, then yeah, jump over to my show. All the wall stupid names for slimy tentacle things. I, I, I think that, I think uh, that's your first thing. your first T-shirt right there, Jonathan. <laughs> stupid names for slimy for tentacle slimy things. tentacle things. Oops, all yep. monsters. <laughs> got it. Nailed it. Jonathan along. Frakes just saying we made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. I love that shit. I can watch that all day. I can nope. watch Jonathan Frakes talking about how you're fucking wrong for just like <laughs> hours and hours. You're right. Nope. Our writers made that one up. Total fiction. <laughs> nope. So uh, the, the Armis uh, just totally gets bypassed. Never hear from it again. And Ryu uh, gets attacked by a bird thing. Uh, yeah. Um, which i did the research what bird thing like i know that was this like an inside joke because i know that the birds in ninja gaiden 
were like horrible for like it's like the bats in Castlevania. You're jumping over a yeah. pit and a bird comes in. Is that all we're referring to here? Pretty much. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it almost there almost seemed to be a little synchronicity that with the Komodo dragon that at least that there's some kind of through line of like bizarre biodiversity that a person that was overthinking it could say was a result of the machinations underground of the demon, right? right? Or but it, whatever. But isn't the, <laughs> the bird a, a, a robot? Um, oh, man. I feel like they're the, the all robots fell, by the end. Yeah, of everything thing. is a robot. The bird fell to the ground, a tangled mess of wires and computer chips. This is basically so Ryu doesn't actually have to kill anybody or thing. No one has to die. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. This is, yeah. It's, it's, it, everything's either a demon or a robot. It's, this it's is for, G. I, it's G.I. Joe rules. Right. right. G.I. Joe right. rules. You, you, can't, you can't kill a person. It's, it's Teenage Mutant no. Ninja Turtles uh, Foot Clan rules. They're, they're not ninjas. They're robots. Everybody's yes. fucking around until Gridiron gets his head chopped off. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the episode I just edited, by the way, I, I had an extended uh, metaphor about uh, shipwreck getting vivisected that's- by laser. <laughs> that's right. Uh... We just, we just want to see Joe dead. We just like, want to see Joe's dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I, our official I, stance. I don't know how you guys experienced this, but because we're such a, we're such similar age that Gavin, Gavin and I, and this is like breaking open Oops All Monster, Monsters lore, is when we got to like the nefarious like 10, 11, 12 age, we started a full on genocide of our G.I. Joe. Figures, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where we employed every imaginable malfeasance and tool that we could get our grubby hands on. Yep. You know, I specifically, I almost lost probably half the fingers on my right hand blowing up um, uh, gung ho with a black cat firecracker, yep. you know, because I'm sure I don't have to tell you that, that the way that they're made in the, the rubber band scene, mm-hmm. when you yep. pull them apart, you've got basically a firecracker shaped hole yep. that goes into their torso. Yep, perfect. Right. So you're like, Oh, there you go. Insert and light. And I swear the, this one just, the, the, it just went faster than it should. And the fuse, I was like, Oh shit. And I went, Whoop! and literally I swear, <laughs> Six in six inches away from my finger, Gung Ho went, <laughs> and that was the only one we didn't find a fucking micro cell of that that pile of plastic. Like all over that field was just nothing. You know, we had found pieces of Deep Six, we had found pieces of Lady Jane. There was no Gung Ho anywhere nope. to be found. I think uh, I, I had a similar thing. Um, where uh, I I found I discovered my dad's jeweler's uh, screwdrivers and uh, I found mm-hmm. the uh, screw in the back of all the GI Joes mm-hmm. and uh, at first it starts out very very good because I'm like taking apart their chest and I see how the rubber Hot band swapping works them, yeah. and I'm swapping chests out with legs and I think my I remember my mom like seeing that and going did you do that are you and I was like yeah and I think my mom walked away very pleased like oh he's gonna grow up to be an engineer <laughs> Ooh, or something creative yeah yeah but then yeah the rubber band the the temptation to 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 cut uh is uh-huh. it's it's just fucking terrible too strong too strong and yeah. so my mother returns to the room a day or two later and finds just disemboweled joes all over the place and uh mm-hmm. and i think the the concern returned yeah <laughs> yeah the concern yeah, was well, gone I'm- briefly 
Yeah. Yeah. Our surgery hit that level and then we went up from it because we realized that if you just drilled a couple of extra holes in the abdomen, you could goro all of them. Hell yes. You could yeah. just take other arms, uh, you know, from the communications <laughs> officer and stick them in your your, uh, your uh, robot uh, battle droids. And suddenly you had a four armed, uh, you know, Viper Viper attack monster. It was, it was good stuff. Uh, yeah. My go to move was uh, burying them uh, uh, down up to their waist in the backyard. And then uh, eventually uh, my dad's lawnmower would run over <laughs> Do you think he noticed? Was he cussing you out and being no, like, what are, no, these, what are he, all these jokes? He never just noticed. Didn't even think, didn't even notice. Didn't, didn't even, even notice. notice. I would go back out there like after he mowed and I would just investigate the crime scene and be like, was oh, it a driving mower or a push mower? Push mower. Drive, okay. Well, I'm surprised you wouldn't notice that because some of those were made out of, some of the older ones, that plastic was hardy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he we never said our, anything to me. The only, time different methods. the only time he said something to me was when I left one on top of a light bulb. Um, because that, <laughs> that, 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 that turned out to be kind of dangerous in terms of right, like yeah. fumes Household. and flammability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not made out of a plastic you want to be inhaling either. No. Particularly for it to occupy all of the oxygen in the room over the course of like nine hours, you know? Like how, and how did little Kevin die? Is it, um, he inhaled Cobra Commander over the course of eight and a half hours. Gradually, Cobra Commander melted and reconstituted in his lungs <laughs> in the least metaphorical way possible uh yeah so now he is going to go joe in the sky gi <laughs> joe stop all the downloading <laughs> uh can, can i ask you guys for five <laughs> Uh, pork chop sandwiches. Uh, the one, the best one is the one you can't quote because it's just barbecue going. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you saying? <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, um, can I grab a five to get my get my last drink? Yeah, yeah, run, go guys? yeah. Go ahead. Okay. okay. All right. I'll be I'll be right back. <laughs> There's a cryptid movie coming out. Oh yeah, it's just called Cryptid. Mm. It's coming out it's this year. It's a little lazy. Yeah, small rural town in Maine is shocked as a mysterious animal leaves a local resident brutally ripped apart. Deemed to be a random bear attack by town officials, freelance that journalist Max starts. Frome suspects it might be something more. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a movie that exactly sets the country on fire. You know what I'm looking forward to, um, and I don't know why, is Moonfall. For what? Moonfall. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, I was like looking at it, and I was like, oh man, this is a really just dumb looking uh, uh, movie, uh, uh, disaster movie. And I was like, I miss dumb looking disaster movies. Yeah. I, I. There's a very. They do what they say on, does what it says right on the tin. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Shit's going to blow the fuck up. You know, you don't need to think that. You know what you're here for. We all know what you're here for. (laughs) Just sit back and enjoy. Sit back and enjoy. Yeah, no, I, 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 I I get that. That was a very specific time. uh, From the nineties to the mid two thousands, there was just you, there was always a couple disaster movies per summer. 
Right. Um, I remember they started out with like, you know, you had you had like uh, was it volcano? Um, where there's a volcano in Los Angeles or something like uh-huh. that. It was like underneath the La Brea tar pits. Um, there are always two of these things too. Yeah, there's always two. Oh, there. Yeah, there was two. Um, there's that year, Dante's volcano, Peak, Dante's Peak, and Volcano. And volcano I think were the yeah. same year. Um, uh, and like the, how there was uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact. Right. Exactly. Same exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this year it's like it's uh don't look up and moonfall yeah isn't that fucking <laughs> funny i haven't even i oh I, I haven't even watched i haven't even watched don't look up because i just i just know i'm going to spend like i'm just going to spend all the because everyone i know is like no you're going to love it it's it's like it's really smart and they're on our side and i'm like yes i know they're on our side and it's just going to make me angrier as i scream at the tv at straw men people on the right that i've made up in my head as I get drunk on the couch. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as we were just discussing how, like there's always two of the same disaster movie every year. Uh, you don't have to tell me <laughs> this year. This year it's don't look up and moonfall. Yeah. How long is it? I feel like this has been going on since the sixties. It's been going on because a you long can go time. all the way back to like the fucking Poseidon adventure. Totally. And um, Towering Inferno was a was a double movie with uh, another one just like it, Volcano and Volcano and Dante's one. Peak. Uh, yeah, Armageddon um, and Deep Impact. Yep, Armageddon and D- and Deep Impact. And there were two giant. Weren't there two giant tidal wave movies? What were the what, yeah. what was the one where t- what was the one where Taya Leone is like standing on the beach with her father just like gracefully being destroyed that's, by a tsunami that's the that end deep of deep, that's the end of deep impact yeah gavin and i were in the cinema for that and for some reason there were like no seats so we were in literally the front row oh yeah when that scene happened we were cackling wildly <laughs> with glee we were just stomping our feet with with laughter as Taya leone and it was either her husband or her father were just like a dove soap commercial like blissfully embracing their personal apocalypse and we were just cackling like fucking crows it was the funniest thing we'd ever seen in our lives because it was so goddamn precious and corny well they took uh, themselves so goddamn seriously yeah yeah that's that's what it was it wasn't it wasn't pure schadenfreude it was like come on crawl out of your own ass right deep in, yeah, yeah deep impact was, was the ser- super serious uh version of the asteroid right. impact and um and and uh, Armageddon was Michael Bay, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, let me tell you, uh, Armageddon's probably aged better than than Deep Impact. Yeah, probably <laughs> amazingly. Yeah, Whereas, Do, doing cocaine off of the the bubble of your astronaut you know suit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fuck this asteroid to death. Yeah, America. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so by the way, um it so in chapter 14, after he's dealing while he's dealing with the bird, he like slashes a lantern, which yeah. is just a, like a nod to the fact that in the game right. the lanterns are the sort of like in Castlevania, how yeah. the, the lanterns yeah, hold the goodies. Same right. thing in Ninja Gaiden. So he gets a power up from the lantern for some fucking reason. The whole book quickly descends into a uh, some for some fucking reason. For some reason, so. this happens. Yeah. 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 And, this, and this is actually where the book 
does kind of become a boss rush of the video game. Like we 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 are just now going to uh, uh, take a couple of pages each to kill the next three or four bosses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're they're all very confident. Um, very much very, so, yeah. which is amazing because each of them is defeated in about three quarters of a page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Jackie O uh, holding that lady, the redheaded lady hostage, and we're supposed to really be burnt up about that. Uh, like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, a major motivator here. It's like, oh, yeah, shit. The main, the, go ahead. <laughs> it's so shit. The girl we met once before. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I don't think that that's really. Yeah. The. F- the the thirteen year old foreigner with no connections to anyone is just really tripped up about all these people he just met yesterday. Right, exactly. <laughs> many many of them trying to either sabotage him or kill him. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've given him so many reasons to trust. She uh, shot him once. Yeah, and then and then he fights he, he fights a boss um, who uses uh, as his main weapon a sickle on the end of a chain that he swings. Um, now, with that kind of unique uh, personality-driven weapon, the name <laughs> of this boss is, of course, Bomberhead. Uh, that makes total sense. Total sense. Just He's, yeah, it's got it's got a real kind of Bob Dugnut kind of na- yeah. name <laughs> system yeah. feel to it. It's, it's like that's eh, some it's two words. Don't worry about right. it. Right. <laughs> He's a real two Bob words Dugnut. starts with B. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Two words starts yep. with B. Move on. There's going to be a lot nobody of beanies. Is, nobody is going to be talking about this in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Surely. Just write something down. Move on. We got to finish this goddamn game. I was, I, was just, <laughs> I was just waiting for him to fight like Lord Humongous next or something like that. <laughs> that kind of naming convention. It's real Mad Max. It's right, real. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, by the uh, way, quick aside, I am playing the Mad Max video game right now that came out a few years back. And the main bad guy is called Lord Scrotus. So they know the mm. world. Like they know the world. They're <laughs> yeah. they're very invested. Yeah. Yeah. They know the problem is a five four conservative bench that does not reflect America's values. None. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, he 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 lights uh he lights Bomberhead on fire or something. Um, yeah, yeah. He uses that Marie Kondo juju. Yeah, he, he uses he Marie Kondo's and says, uh, "This does this not, does not give me joy. This right. not give me joy." And he fucking lights Bomber <laughs> head, head up. Um, and uh, we we actually some we, we somehow missed a uh, a boss a barbarian who he killed. Oh, barbarian! Yeah. How, how, I thought, how yeah, we I thought I was wrong. I thought I was wrong. No, there, no, okay, no. Good. That's my fault. We totally missed barbarian. Barbarian was I just, somewhere. I wanted in that. to get to Bomberhead so bad. <laughs> no, we got to, we got to Bomberhead, but by the time we're at the at we finish Bomberhead, it's like two two steps, and he finds the next boss, right. and his mm. name is is uh, uh, Basakare. Which Basakare. I don't know. That's that sounds like a name that uh, it, sh- it sounds like it's a, a like a separatist. Uh, movement in Spain. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like want, an autonomous bring back region. American federalism. <laughs> Join the Basakara party. <laughs> We're the Spanish Whigs. Right. The Spanish yeah, Whigs. The know nothings. 
so he he you know kills Basakare pretty quick mm-hmm. um using uh, and he gets he somehow uses the hourglass stop time g yeah or fucking whatever he uses the flash um, man ability he uses flash man's ability yeah. and because and man when he uses that you go like was that the time you needed to use that right because like stopping time feels like a real game changer yeah so to speak yeah like wow okay use that for a lot of things and and that's the only time he uses it too only time he uses it he's like oh i i know how to do this now yeah that seems like almost a game-breaking mechanic that could really turn the whole tide for the whole thing but we're gonna we're only gonna use it the once okay yep no big deal you do you no sweat you do you ryu yeah Mm -hmm. um and then he fights uh he runs into moth Moth yeah. is the man with the J shields. Bloody Moth. And, and we get a, a little uh, pre-fight dialogue between the two, and Moth talks in bold. Uh, oh, yeah, for anyone who's watching <laughs> yeah, the video. Now we start we to enter the bold section of the book. Just yeah. beautiful. Just beautiful. Welcome, my friends. Um, yeah, Moth is, Moth is in bold, and um, he basically... He he grabs Malt's sword because Ryu somehow lost his own sword. Um, not really explained why his sword flew away. Uh, so he takes Malt's hand and he stabs him like here, which is like where that's like this one of the sneaky ways to kill somebody because the it if you stab yeah, right the collarbone the, neck joint so, the collarbone so, so. neck joint because it cuts it's right really up anticlimactic yeah it is set up how impossible this guy is going to be to kill and he's just like electrifies him from the inside out yeah your dad your dad really was a shitty ninja like this is not yeah it's not rocket science like your dad died to this guy yeah yeah this you're this this 13 year old kid is just cobra kaiing through all of this like fucking butter it's like nothing at all it it's just constant, uh, constant crane kicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just keep going. Until he's spam done. that, spam that crane spam, kick. Uh, spam the the low weak kick, uh, and and you'll be good to go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play kung fu. So uh, yeah, he he's moving on, and uh, I don't know. He remembers a, a poem his dad used to teach him, talk to him about from when he was a fucking two week old baby yeah that's one that's yeah sure that's the best time to teach your kid poetry didn't they establish something like mom did mom say it or i think it was in i think it was in the letter that he got from his dad to be fair okay was it yeah it wasn't i don't know that would require me scrolling some established like function where he knew the poem or and and at this point moth before he goes has told him your dad's still alive he never abandoned you and uh he says, "He says your father never abandoned you," and Ryu says, "Don't talk about him like that." Which is like, what is it? What is it? Like, he did you, so you abandon sh- me. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth, Moth. <laughs> totally did. Yeah. And then, and Moth says, "Well, if you want to find your dad, you just got to keep going." He like gives him this. This clearly, it's a trap and everything. And Ryu has like five seconds where he's like, "I don't know." And he goes, you gotta no, go down it, left, it. down left, and then uh, you enter the Konami code, and you should be right. all set. Right, mm, <laughs> nice. Um, and then there's another boss, and it's a it's a doggy, Kellabras, the Robo Dog. And I gotta say, I know for me, when I I think the thing that 
all of us can appreciate about entering a demon te- a demon temple specifically is that the most annoying thing about it is all the robots. Uh, that's just <laughs> what's with all these robots. I, it was. I also had a thought about like, isn't this a hat on a fucking hat? Right. <laughs> um, like, come on, man. Like, do demons or do robots? Like, you why would demons? Why would demons be building robots? You can't like, have like the, demons probably can't even think like robot. They don't think binary. They they think they think good and evil. Right. It just it just, it just come on. Just pick a lane. Yeah. Yeah, robo demons, robo just no. It really, that's that's like that's like taking two hats and stitching them together. Although in forty (laughs) k, Jesus. Now, not Nazi demons are fine. Well, that's I mean that's a totally different. Yeah, there you go. uh, It's uh, it's, uh, uh, it's, a. uh, yeah. Push the glasses up on that yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> yes. True. I'm assuming you're not doing anything with this video, but your 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 listeners are gonna get a real joy out of that whole uh, glasses lady um, for the camera. Yeah, they just uh, you well, know, demons <clears throat> possess the machines and cause a biomechanical combination of flesh and metal. And uh, <clears throat> uh-huh. the robo dog's mm-hmm. called Calvaros. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. uh-huh. I Got really it. need to go back and supercut all the 40k stuff. <laughs> we will one of these days. It'll one of these days. When I control, yeah, control F that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he has to fight his uh his his dad. Yeah. Um, who is the masked devil. I maybe mm-hmm. I just like I missed uh, passed here. out. And I, I don't, I, cause I feel like I read this a couple times and I still don't understand what the fuck happens. Yeah. Like nope. he's like touches the it. wall and runs and then he finds his dad in another room and he wasn't, it doesn't dude. make any, I, I, I no, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, <laughs> it's like he, his dad has become the masked devil and he runs away from it. There's a statue of the masked devil. At least it's described as a statue which shoots flames at him. He keeps going and he goes into another room and before he finds his dad, like in chains and weakened and uh, with long hair and all that shit. Right. I don't. Yep. Yeah. I don't don't understand what the fuck happened. Don't give yourself an aneurysm. There's a real like Mumra just going behind the changing screen and coming back out as Super Mumra, <laughs> right? Like, but 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 in reverse, right? Hey, it's it's fine. It's, it's fine. Don't yeah. think, don't think about it. <laughs> we get, what's what's important is we get the 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 full on reunion between father and son. Last uh, they, five seconds. Yeah, they recite uh, poetry to each other. Uh, yeah, and Jacko. Uh, speaks for all of us when he says, oh, please, this display is repulsive, which I'm like, yeah, Team Jacko all the way. Uh, yeah. Fireballs him <laughs> fireballs right into the chest. Right. Just a, yeah. 13 so years apart, five seconds together. Right. Mark, mark. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, his <laughs> yeah. dad takes a fireball for his son, which who among us wouldn't? Yeah. Uh, dis- disappoint disappoint dot gif i don't it's just um it's like <laughs> jesus like the the turnaround the the problem you know well the we'll call it a singular problem that this book has 
is that all the scenes where stuff happens, it's like a revolving door. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, you step in and then like five other plot devices step in with you and then you all come out in the next room and you're like, we're all here. Right. <laughs> we're all resolved. It's like, a, wait, shit, what the fuck happened? It's, uh, it's and, a musical and chairs this is of one of those plot. scenes. <laughs> yeah we're like okay dad was here oh shit he's dead he's fireballed by the thing was the thing him was he the thing don't worry about it he's dead right uh, don't worry really about dead? it nope he's definitely dead he's totally wait, dead what <laughs> wait yeah. he's not dead really maybe most i don't know dead. let's, let's yeah. go let's go fight jackie o yeah and by the way i don't I, I, now kevin i know you you saw this because you watched uh, the thing but uh hess i don't know if you remember jackie o was actually a really kind of creepy ass villain in the video yeah. game. I I did not. I meant to watch a playthrough, and then I just it, it didn't get me there. <laughs> he's a he's a big. He's like a floaty dude with a crazy ass mask, and he shoots fireballs out of his hand. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's got a it's got a real um, satanic panic vibe to totally, it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but but like. But like in a actually floating around and spitting fireballs kind of, and he's got like, like a pentagram, and yeah, he's got a big eyeball where his dick would be, right? Yeah, and right. Then, and then no, le and then no legs, yeah. Which is you know, it's a mood. It yeah. is a mood. He's got a he's got a eyeball. Hashtag there. eyeball where his dick would be is kind of <laughs> certainly uh, that's that's the real oops all monsters brand that yeah. I'm yeah. Into that's this. what you, that's what you're here for, man. That's I, why we needed you here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a softball size eyeball i so mean so yeah like that tells yeah me. he's uh he he gives good eyeball what can i say <laughs> yeah. good well, i was right there and i didn't i didn't see it ah, <laughs> you had it lined up <laughs> kevin kevin proud, <laughs> proud of you bud uh, no respect huh? <laughs> <laughs> good lord oh Pull somebody offset <laughs> uh, and uh long story short he he melts jackio with with uh fire yeah more fire yeah, death he gets, he gets dad death angry and uh yeah. and his dad's alive dad death fireball uh, whoops his dad's alive, dad's well, alive. <laughs> good thing i used up all that anger yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and he asks him about the statues um the dad diagnoses himself with paralysis uh like he would if he was experiencing heartburn uh, right, but then all, but then also dies, diagnoses himself with the fact that he's going to die. Yes, uh, yes. which is like those two things are not necessarily correlated. See, if bro. I can't, if I can't dance the chicken dance at your wedding, <laughs> I don't want to live. Yeah, <laughs> I did not spend all those years in ninja archaeology school to not be right about my own medical situation. <laughs> <laughs> Give what me Cotton Eye Joe or give me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the statues start fusing together and we're faced with the only thing in the uh, the only thing that I actually kind of suspected they weren't going to put in the book, uh, which is the final demon monster. We get boss. the demon, which if you haven't yeah. seen it before, it looks like a purple shrimp with uh a tumor in its chest yeah you were talking you talk about a uh, contra boss like <laughs> it's a horrifying monster it, it's uh it's wonderful uh but yeah so he starts facing off and and it actually it's actually a bit of good uh good uh question mark writing uh where they end the chapter with with 
Ryu just looks at it and he's just like, oh, we're all going to die. Oh, this is. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, we're okay. Gonna, Shit. That's pretty. We're not going to make it out of this one. <laughs> that's pretty grim. Um, actually, you know, it's um, it's also uh, it also could be like uh, like a zygote or or whatever that one of those early developmental stages. Sure. Of, Especially with right. the big head. Yeah, with the big it, head. It's certainly, I mean, maybe this is my own show bleeding into my thinking too much, but it certainly has these kind of like, um, you know, alien xenomorph. That just too. H.R. Giger. Totally. Yeah. Early life is scary. Fetuses are scary. Oh, my God, it's scary. Kind of primordial thing going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that was that was the time period. You know, this was 80 nine or 88 88 i think is when it came out the and and around the same time contra did and it was just like yeah they were ripping off giger like nobody's business yeah you you basically couldn't make a nintendo game without having at least one boss that was like exposed rib cage right yeah like bizarre biosexual sculpting sculpting it just (laughs) wasn't allowed right or an egg that would surprise pop open in the background and have critters come out of it or something yeah (laughs) giger really set the tone for the decade uh that followed uh alien in in both yeah in both uh film and and especially in video games uh in terms of uh, some of the bullshit that we saw in in these yep. games good uh, thing we had that weird swiss man who dreamt about robot vaginas all day god. <laughs> thank god he just made our lives so much better mm-hmm. um so uh ryu ends up uh he he chops the head off it doesn't do anything to kill the monster and he just keeps slicing chunks off of it until he he does he does kill it and then the temple starts to fall apart uh as one does when the uh the MacGuffin or or final boss has been destroyed within yeah. said temple uh that's just what temples do they they're, mm-hmm. they're really only held together by temples be the, crumbling <laughs> temples be crumbling am i right really only held together by plot <laughs> it's a, it, it's like it's plot duct tape <laughs> yeah yeah you know that that reminds me i have a note on here i don't want to take us on too much of a tangent but has either of you ever seen this jeff goldblum movie from like 1987 called vibes v-i-b-e-s <laughs> it's available on amazon i if you compulsively google it right now it is a it's Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper star as two psychics who are drawn into a scheme to find um, a hidden archaeological site in the Amazon rainforest. I refuse and to believe that the people who did Earth Girls are easy aren't responsible for this. I, you might totally be right, um, <laughs> but I won't say it's good, but I will say it's very gold bloomy. And um, Cindy Lauper does a lot of quick change, quick change uh, outfit shifting and is in the movie a lot. She's in like every fucking scene with her weird, bizarre uh, Bronx accent and um, over the top um, kind of uh, style. It's directed yeah. by but, Ken Quapis. Who's Ken Quapis? Uh, he he was like he you he Quapis, mostly right? did a lot of TV. He was The Office. Yeah, like that's oh okay okay that's okay. That, that's huh. so well, I, I I won't say it's not entertaining, but it 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 is really like in the dark beating heart of all of these eighties kind of 
um, hidden temple stereotypes of, you know, once you once you once you resolve the MacGuffin that everybody must run for holy hell or be spontaneously exploded. Um, it's like right in the center of that. Yeah. Uh, written by Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel. Yeah, nothing, nice. to, nothing to do with Earth Girls are easy. I am genuinely surprised. Yeah. Uh, spies like us, though, they were involved with. <laughs> uh, Parenthood, I City Slickers. I would actually watch this before I would rewatch Spies Like Us. Uh, also, A League but, of Their Own. They they were the writers uh, worked on. So, oh shit! Yeah, Interesting. Parenthood. Holy cow! Yeah. So we're all over that time. Comes period. from. Okay. Comes I from, lo- I love Parenthood. Parenthood's amazing. So. Parenthood holds up it's, so it's, well. It's phenomenal. It's still. Yeah, it's you know. Still holds you up. know. Um. You know. In in and we're talking about the movie with Steve Martin. Just for the. I know that you know that yeah. film, but yeah. just for the audience. Um, that there's, there's a device of the kid in that movie. Um, the little, the little kid who's like wearing a bucket on his head and smashing it over and over again, over again into the wall. (laughs) I met that. I met the human being that was, that was that kid, not the (laughs) actor, the human being that the writer of that movie based the kid on, which is his own son who was an autistic adult man when I met him. Oh, wow. And explained that he was that kid. And I was, I found, there was some like mixer down the road from when I worked at the talent agency. And and I don't know why Parenthood came up, but um, he explained that he was that kid with the bucket on his head. And that is like a real like neurodivergent thing of like of taking your head and like re- repetitive like impact on things. I'm like, that's a true to life story. Yeah. And if you like that movie, you know that that movie is just building blocks of obviously real scenes with real human beings. Absolutely. So just, it has a verisimilitude that most dramas don't have, even if it has Steve Martin doing like, like wacky pajami styling in every scene <laughs> right? and get, and getting, you know, an injurious blowjob that ends in a car crash right. at the climax of the film. But I love that movie. It's a great I, it movie. Is, I could watch it a million times where he's having the anti-fantasy about his boy grows up it's, to be the sniper. He's shooting from a tower. <laughs> you made me yeah. play first base. <laughs> and he's doing, he's doing the, um you're 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 running onto first and your belly's gonna burst diarrhea right. trying to like talk him down from the marine sniper scene <laughs> uh, i love that and in that movie they play bad dudes by the way yes um, that's steve, right. steve steve martin's kids, in which like wow well, need... they lose and they go, is there yeah, is there a bad dudes? dudes uh world of power book oh god i wish let's look oh, i don't I think wish. so but oh you Probably. guys if there's anything bad dudes you've got you must cover it because we have to save President Ronnie. President Ronnie <laughs> must right. be saved. No bad dudes. No bad dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's a that's a vacuum that needs to be filled. Obviously, obviously. obviously. Well, we, we, have, we, we have stated that eventually we're probably going to get into fan fiction and shit. Like yeah, we'll read so. some fan fiction. Hopefully, there's bad dudes fan fiction out there in which some. yeah, in which they don't well, save they President call. Ronnie. Bad dudes. Uh, or they um, before make... I before I forget it, Phil, because we're on an eight bit track. You should look up a Master System game called Kensiden. K-E-N-S-E-I-D-E-N. It is a samurai um, Master System game that I spent... It is crazy. Because it's all like... 
like OG J- Japanese demon mythology. Oh, and wow. you're just a little dude with a sword in traditional dress and wooden shoes walking around like battling these demons. And it is phenomenal. Oh, wow. Is, this is, is back is when like, your boss levels were just black background. There was no like landscape yeah, yeah. you were fighting against. Yeah. It is a very ominous and dark game. Is everything so is everything about it is amazing. But oh, anyway, I, I don't want to. I don't want to make your episode three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I know how many chapters this fucking book still has. Uh, we're almost at the end. Basically, yeah, Ryu done. Ryu uh, uh, kills the demon, goes to try to rescue his his pops, and his dad's like, "No, no, you gotta leave me. Yeah, uh, leave me, leave me behind for no." apparent reason no, you'll, you'll die if if uh if you try to take me so rio's like no no okay no no okay i'm gonna leave sorry yeah. dad and, uh, leaves, <laughs> and, and and like literally and I, I like to imagine this is in five minutes of real world time like you see he leaves his dad behind runs finds the uh the little red-headed girl uh uh and and rescues her instead <laughs> she is She's she, she's she, fine with him helping her. Yeah, he tries to go and, and kick the football, and I Lucy think that, pulls it out of the way. Right? Yeah, I, I, and I think the thing is like she's she's an adult woman who works for the CIA, and they it's like they kind of frame she's like oh, the redheaded girl. Like yeah. no, she is she yeah, is so? she is the probably twice Ryu's age in this <laughs> book. She is uh-huh. probably like twenty six or twenty seven. Right. Um. Mm. So they escape. She's got it cyanide capsule in her molar right, yeah. she's about ready she's, <laughs> she's almost she's there. been in, involved in the cold war for quite some time now like oh, yeah. mm-hmm. since they she she probably studied russian undergrad or something like that cia recruited her right out of college uh here she and, is and anyway total uh, homicidal maniac total homicidal maniac um so basically uh they escape and uh he's on the radio she's on the radio with foster uh uh australian fabia and then he <laughs> god damn it Kevin. <laughs> fosters um... no nope. nope. we're just gonna let you sit on that yeah, one you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna think about what you did <laughs> so foster um <laughs> <laughs> tells tells her to kill Ryu and take the statues and yeah. she's like no and throws the radio away and um, oh no but not before uh, Ryu like just uh, reads this guy the riot act oh yeah yeah he's gonna fuck this guy Finally, up when he finds an him. opinion yeah I just I love I love the guy who's like he's she's she's literally got a walkie-talkie this is not a cell phone she's talking on it's like a it's like it's loud you can and, he can hear you right and the guy's like the guy's like you should go ahead and kill that guy and get the statues i'm not on speaker am i I'm really awkward. <laughs> yeah i'm not the 13 year old didn't hear me tell you to kill him yeah. did he <laughs> i am totally in the clear that there is no evidence that i absolutely asked you to kill a 13 year old right right yeah <laughs> um so they throw the walkie-talkie away and then ryu's dad is like haha i'm alive yeah digs his ass out of out of the dirt uh yeah that's and that's pretty much the end and that's oh oh wait hold on real quick my favorite part this end (laughs) is he we the little redheaded girl we find out that her code name is sea swallow which all right all right uh, and then ryu says which what is your name she says she's well my name my name is irene it's greek for peace i just imagine him going shut up 
Like, <laughs> just, just like punch her out right. like the end of Die Hard. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? How about that? How about that? Sea swallow. Sea swallow this, you dumb. <laughs> hey, sea swallow. How about you swallow my balls? My 13 year old ninja balls. How about so, that? Uh, differences get... in this ending is because in the game, Ryu is not established as a 13 year old child. He is just uh-huh. Ryu. And at the end of the game, he makes out with Irene. Yes. Um, they they hook up because she and she becomes his because girlfriend. Because she's his property now. Because <laughs> he won the game, you know? He so. won the game, I'm trying yeah. to give stuff that Kevin could leave in the show for the end. Um, <laughs> the, and then, uh, he, so he makes out with her and the dad is dead. There is, like, he's not alive at the end of the game he's god he dies how many times has he flip-flopped from he's like the mitt romney of of (laughs) just living or dying it's like are 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 you alive are you dead pick a fucking lane dad (laughs) like there's there's no drama to it if it's just a switch that you flip up and down right Right. Ha-ha, I'm back. I'm it's fine. not a jack-in-the-box. It's not a dramatic device. <laughs> Guess who's fine, bitches? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. So what is the... What What kind of... Do we, like... Uh, do I do a thumbs up? Do I make a fart sound? How do I How do I determine... How do I tell you guys what was my thinking about this, this yeah, book just, overall? Just, what, just, you, what you think, Hess? Why don't you tell us what you think? There's no official thing. No official we thing. We have all sorts of... We, on, on my show, we have all sorts of official business at the end. Maybe we should. Maybe uh, we should I, have some sort of, like, witticism or, like, official title for it. But uh, no, right now, we don't, we don't have anything. Like no, we don't have any... We I, don't, I mean, the thing is, I, I don't... I, I feel... You guys have a whole context of this. How do I want to describe this literary micro genre <laughs> or this, this literary carbuncle yeah. that is video game books? Uh, I, and I, so I feel like a, a, a child wandering in from the street, screaming maddeningly <laughs> uh, just at shadows. But I will. It, it's very much. It feels like it was written by 13-year-olds for 10-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, if I had to say one thing. And in that way, it's like actually totally successful. Yeah, sure. Is that, you know, like where you're like, bam, this happens. Bam, this happens. He's shot. He gets he gets bullied. He gets his sword back. Bam! He's on the he's on the university. He turns it around. He kicks some ass. He throws a shuriken. He's working for the CIA. He's in the jungle. Like, <laughs> like holy like, fucking shit! It's like, like I like study hall is only so long. And right. so I mean, I think maybe if you meet it where it's at, it's phenomenal. I but you know I I just am not I'm I'm not there. But on, on some level, maybe this is exactly what the Ninja Gaiden book that we deserve yeah i I don't know you guys tell me yeah yeah i mean in terms of like it took what the game had it literally everything that happens in the book happens in the game shuffled some of the scenes around and then added stuff in there like the the whole first couple of chapters and the flashback and all that stuff that's all added material um it's better than the other one we read Uh uh-huh is is fidelity a thing that you guys take very seriously no. on your show? No, like 
in terms of being relating the book to the property. No, no. In fact, I mean, the, the thing is uh, that, the, you know, one of our big complaints is in some of these books, it goes too they're too, they're too like close the, to it. The, and it's not because games are not books. Games yeah. are not books. Yeah, right. So right, you yeah. have to, you know, you have to one of the books we just finished up. Uh, our favorite parts were the stuff that were not in the game, because uh, that's when the author yeah, yeah, really yeah. got to have fun with it. And introduce us to some interesting yeah, ideas yeah. that uh, yeah. we really enjoyed that. And the same goes for that. I think that's the thing for me with this book. It's like it starts out and it's not uh, doing what the game does. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. I was like really impressed at first. Yeah. And yeah. then it goes on and you're like, oh, right. This was written for 10 year olds. I I, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. No, and now that you say that, you know, specifically, it completely makes sense because, you know, when you get if you have too much fidelity, you get the shining, the TV series with the guy from Wings. Exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. Which is like, well, you did it like he's told you to do it. And is anybody ever going to fucking watch that shit ever again? No, like, no, no. Everybody's going to watch the goddamn Stanley Kubrick movie, which is like cinema 101. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's fucking phenomenal because books are not movies and video games are not books. Right. right. You got to everything has to be its own thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that's a, you know, I hadn't thought exactly thought about it that way, but it should have been obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, adaptation. That's, that's what it comes know? down to, really. And it, it, is is the book good? You know, does it have a does it does it? And we talk a lot about adaptation too. You know, uh, uh, Kevin right. brings that up quite a bit about how do we make this different. You know, when I when I was teaching um, playwriting, uh, one of the things that I used to ask my student first thing I said is like, "All right, look, I know most of you have seen way more movies than you have plays. I do. I have two, just based on the world we live in." Uh, but the uh -huh. first thing you need to check yourself on is, am I actually writing a movie uh, and yeah, not a play? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, what right, makes yeah, this yeah, a yeah. play and not a movie? And, yeah. you know, so changes have to be made. There has to be an adaptation. There yeah. has to be a shift. And what occurs to me is the, the one of the main differences there is that probably the 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 likelihood of people, the amount of people that are just picking up a Ninja Gaiden book who have not played the game, yeah. <laughs> that that percentage must be really you know, well. on the floor, yeah. right? Yeah. So obviously you have more of a contingent relationship where probably the amount of people that have seen The Shining the movie and not read the book is going to be a vast majority where you have a, a flip-flop in ratios. So you kind of have to do an, an kind of a scratch the audience's itch in a much more like literal way yeah. than going, you know, like book to movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, because I, they have a, they have a service that they're expecting to be delivered in a certain right. extent. They want to have their, you know, their, their head scratched to, to be like, yes, we know that you spent all that time trying to de defeat the little bats. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know how harrowing it was. Um, <laughs> Good job. You killed the bats. Right. Yeah. Here's Ryu killing the bats. <laughs> right. It's way more dramatic than when you did it, but that's how it felt, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it. It's, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. And uh, but yeah, it's it's and sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. Yeah, <laughs> but but at least I'll always respect them for having made a goddamn choice, though. Like, yeah, for making some kind yeah. of choice. Making a choice is good. Yeah, it's it seems like particularly this stuff that's not that's like 
in the 90s, you know, this is all the way back to 1990. You have to think that these kind of people were these people were writing this as if they were under a rock. You know what I mean? Like, like somebody's eventually going to pick up the rock and see all the bugs that scurry around. (laughs) But like it was a completely invisible thing to create in a way. Right. So either they're doing it for mercenary reasons or just for pure enthusiasm. Right. Which is, uh, you know, which is, uh, which is also where you find things that are very bizarre and interesting, which is, you know, like how, what, how comic books become a dominant art form is nobody's paying attention. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. The reasoning behind why these books are getting adapted is, is, you know, if, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that, uh, that's a whole thing that I yeah. I'm glad it's your job, not mine. <laughs> Book fairs, Scholastic is like yeah. we need we need to cover cover those tables. I think I think yeah. the fact that Mega Man Two yeah. exists in this series is proof that they weren't trying to uh, they weren't going for quality. Uh, they just they've got. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm guessing like we need as ten we of them. Reading these, we're going to get variability. We need ten books. Just just please get them done. Right. Um, right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're saying bases loaded to second season is not going to rivet me to my core? I, <laughs> I cannot wait to read that book. <laughs> I cannot wait. I didn't know. We didn't know that that we didn't realize it at first until like a week ago. We literally found it a week ago. Okay, well, yeah, I know a little bit about some fake baseball, so you know, just uh, yes, are I, you, when are it comes you, are up, you, when it comes up, you are you, you saying you want sure to be a guest on Bases Loaded too? A Bob? I, I mean, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be invading your show like the the Visigoths. I'm just, <laughs> you just, you just better at least send me the PDF. That's all I'm saying. Oh, we got you covered. Bill. I don't, know. don't you worry. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Um, if y'all could rate us on Apple, give us uh, some five stars. They also allow rating on Spotify now. It's not super apparent, but it's there. It's in a little menu thing. Uh, if you can find it, give us five stars and, and pat yourself on the back because you navigated through uh, Joe Rogan's podcasts probably uh, to, to get there. That help us all, they, really. They use Joe Rogan as a moat now over on Spotify. I mean, <laughs> just not- a, Hess, uh, what what pluggables have you got for the people at home? It's really not that complicated if you just search for Oops All Monsters on your podcatcher, you will find us. It's the weird old-timey print of the uh, funny mermaid lady person. It says Oops All Monsters. Also get at us on the Insta at Oops All Monsters. That will hyperlink you to everywhere that we are on the interwebs. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hess, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you guys for having me. This is hilarious. This is like getting to be a player character rather than being a DM. <laughs> it's, it's like I can, I can unclench my butthole and just say funny shit. It's hilarious. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, and uh, uh, go check out Oops All Monsters. Remember to share. We uh, Podcasts grow only through sharing and have... A good night, everybody.